Welcome to this weekly Renewal Nugget. It's really great to have you in this virtual space and sharing this time with you. I've noticed that many compassionate people and givers find themselves in situations where they are asked to do too much or they voluntarily pick up doing much more. And others in their team, family, community might feel like slacking off. And if you're resonating with this, this week I'm going to talk about two renewal mindsets, and a few psychological concepts that can help us set some healthy boundaries so we can avoid burnout and keep on giving. And if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Iwana Popa from Team for the Soul, and I like this mixture and blend of science, psychology, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith. And I invite you to join our weekly Renewal Nuggets would really represent an oasis in a mix of action, helping you regenerate and renew on the go as you keep on giving. So the first year I taught in high school and middle school, and I learned fairly quickly a very interesting and kind of painful lesson as a teacher. I soon discovered that assigning group work to my students was a little bit of a disaster and brought many tears. The hardworking students worked harder. And the ones prone to be more laid back, more relaxed, they relaxed even more. And as I study psychology and through my decades of experience, I noticed that this is true no matter the age and the group. And in psychological terms, this is called social loafing. And according to the American Psychological Association, the APA, in their dictionary, social loafing is this reduction of individual effort that occurs when people work in groups compare when when they work alone, which means that when people have to do a project in group, some of them will tend to feel less accountable and kind of slack off many times unconsciously just by the nature of this group dynamic. And the ones that really care either about their grade or the outcome or about their work in general, they will overcompensate and they will do that extra work. So this phenomenon does not happen just in school. It might happen in our families, at work, in church communities, in any church communities at all. And it, as early as our families of origin, actually, some of us are conditioned to put more effort and to give and others to receive. And most likely, if you're listening and interested in this renewal nugget, chances are that you tend to give more. And as givers, we can easily fall into the trap of giving too much as a habit. And thus, here's an interesting thing. We can unconsciously reinforce this group phenomena, social loafing, because we reinforce others to be more relaxed and not put 100% effort. Kind of in circle, but the more we do it, the more we jump in. So this pattern is reinforced by the giver's habitual tendency to keep on giving and the habitual tendency of the receiver to keep on asking and receiving from the giver. And by the way, I'm not suggesting that the ones who are receiving are just mean, lazy, and intentionally planning to slack off many times, although sometimes that happens. But most people are kind and are just as conditioned to receive in the same way the giver is conditioned to give. But nonetheless, right now as adult givers, we now have a choice, really, to give and be altruistic, which is wonderful, and to be done 
in a conscious way. So this giving can be done in a way that it's conscious choice and is not reinforced unconsciously by the group social loafing phenomenon. So imagine a world where most of us is responsible and give for the benefit of others in our communities, a world in which you as a giver can give with joy without feeling the pressure that you have to do it or you might be taking advantage of and without the risk of burnout. This is what is possible through educating about this mindsets and psychological phenomenons. By being aware of this phenomenon, we can move toward finding the solution. And I will argue that by changing our mindsets around this, we ensure that we create time to regenerate and do self-care so that we can keep on giving because the world needs more of you and more giving, but in a sustainable way. Type in the chat if you relate to this. Do you have any examples when you notice this phenomenon? It's really cool that we share our experiences because this is when we realize, whoa, we're not alone. So I invite you to type in the chat. So you might ask, so now what? Well, the key in breaking the cycle of social loafing is to bring awareness to our conditioned mindsets and to do an upgrade, so to speak. And today I'll go over two mindsets that might need rethinking. In other words, might need a little bit of our examination to see if the reflex of giving is just coming from a thoughtful, wise place or is just conditioning. And by the way, if you're familiar with the internal family systems, the discernment really is, are we giving just because of a condition giving part? Or is this a choice at a systemic true self level? So after I'll review the two mindsets, I'll give you a couple of tips. And I wonder, well, what's a mindset upgrade? What do I mean by that? Mindsets are the underlying condition stories that we have and to which we're so used that we take them for granted. Nonetheless, once we become aware and we review them, we have the choice to keep them or to upgrade them. But without being aware first, we cannot really do anything about them. And therefore, they rule our lives without us even knowing it. And mindsets really take some time to change. But the sooner we become aware of them, the sooner we can make some choices in upgrading them and then making changes. And for my decades of practice, it is many times more beneficial to do incremental changes in our mindsets and our habits so small that we cannot fail. A drop today, a drop tomorrow, and before we know it, we are unlinked from our old stories and conditionings. And actually, this is in sync with the current brain research showing us that our brain is plastic and we can change our neural pathways through consistent thought upgrades and behavior. So let's start with the two mindset upgrades. Are you ready? Upgrade mindset number one. No one else will do it. This first mindset has to help us reconsider this underlining story or buried belief that no one else would do it. I have to fix this because no one else is going to jump in to do it. Does this sound familiar? And of course, I want to say this. At times, we actually do have to do things due to the nature of our chosen roles our families and our communities, but often we're just conditioned to just jump in, even if others have the ability to do the task at hand and is theirs to do. So if you're not quite sure if this is happening to you, let's just think about a few examples. Are usually the ones that are always jumping in to do the dishes, 
pick up around the home, like the dirty socks, backpacks, jackets from your family, or maybe you're always the one volunteering, or you're the one taking notes in the meeting or do the groceries, etc. Just because no one else is going to do it or raising their hand in a meeting, if this is you, you're not alone. And I encourage you to type in the chat if there are any other examples that you've noticed so we can all learn from this. And here's a note. As we do this awareness of our mindsets, I want to encourage us not to get agitated and angry with the ones that are not volunteering. Because from my experience for decades, both in mental health and leadership and education, I noticed that most people, including the ones that habitually are the receivers, right, the ones that are relaxing, are actually resourceful and are very well intended, but somehow they're not utilizing their outer or inner resources until it becomes relevant in their lives. And this is a very interesting psychological phenomenon. A second one that I'm going to share with you today, it's called latent learning. We usually apply our skills only when external conditions are compelling us to use or develop them. Kind of like our nature. You know, you remember that your child and you taught them to do all sorts of things and they never applied until they went to college. This is because all of a sudden it became relevant. It's not like you did a bad job. It's just that it's our human nature. So this is very important and good news for us as givers. The fact that many receivers, so to speak, are conditioned to receive, but most likely, unless they're young children or have disability, are much more resourceful than they seem to be. It's really great news. And it's connected to our mindset upgrades, which is when appropriate, it could actually be a gift to resist the temptation to jump right in and do the task that is not ours to begin with and create a safe, nurturing space for others to discover their own resourcefulness. And this actually can be seen as another way of giving as we empower others to discover their own inner and outer resources. All right, now what's the upgrade mindset number two? This has to do with, I could do it faster or better. Have you hear this underlining story belief in the back of your mind? If so, you're not alone. Many times you're like, oh, I can do it faster or better. It's easier for me to do the task because others will take longer, much longer, and time is of essence. Or you might feel like, let's jump right in. It's easier. Of course, it could be very well that you are very good at what you're doing and much better than others. And many times faster. And many times it's possible that under time pressure, or if there's an emergency, your jumping in is really needed. But let's be realistic. If we're finding ourselves always doing this on a habitual level, isn't that that is not an emergency anymore? And it can be actually more habitual. This is where upgrading our our mindset is crucial because although jumping in can help in the short run, in the long run, we pile up more and more jobs for ourselves and we will then run the risk of unnecessary burnout. So you might wonder, what's the mindset upgrade? In order to make giving sustainable so we can enhance others' lives, it's important to one, learn how to delegate and how to train others to do particular tasks appropriate to them. And appropriate is the key here, as I'm not suggesting that we're going to teach our 10-year-old to drive a car, please. We're not going to do that. And number two, 
also when appropriate allow others to learn from their own mistakes the key here is again appropriate so use your judgment now this process obviously takes more time and energy in the short run but in the long run you will both benefit and you can start enjoy some well-deserved time to renew so you can keep on giving so as we wrap up here are some notes of caution about mindset upgrades and if you're multitasking this is the time to come back first one and i mentioned this earlier any change in mindsets takes a long time so be patient with yourself also any change in relationships with others requires time and a lot of discernment so it is more beneficial to do some small and gradual changes and gradual negotiations in order to help others develop their scaffolding skills. And of course, if you're in a difficult, unsafe situation and when in doubt, it's best to seek advice and counsel from a trusted friend, counselor, therapist, mentor, doctor before making any big changes around this topic. All right, so in summary, what can we do today when we're recognizing these underlying stories and mindsets? Mindset one, no one else will do it. And mindset two, I can do it faster or better. You can, if appropriate, pause and rethink. And you have a choice. One, you can just jump right in. And many times this is exactly what is needed for you to jump right in. Listen, if you're a surgeon or a nurse in the middle of an operation, please follow your protocols and jump in. Or if your child runs after the ball in the middle of the road or is touching the hot burning stove, or if someone else is in pain asking for help, or you pass a homeless person asking for your help, this is not the time to do a renewal mindset and have a teaching moment here. Please use your judgment and jump right in. But if appropriate, the second choice, if the situation allows it, is you can use your wisdom and discernment and ask yourself and others, is this truly mine to do? Do I need to step in? Or is this just an old conditioning? And is there another way to do this? And just as a reminder, before we say goodbye, is that in general, most people really mean well. And when given a chance, they can be resourceful and they might do it. And who knows, with great modeling of giving, without the risk of burnout, they might desire actually to become givers just like you. So have a blessed day and have fun upgrading your mindsets so you can inspire others and keep on giving. So until next time, I say goodbye for now.